Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we so go. We're going to do it. Crash radio, baby. Crash all right, radio. all right. Let's get it. Yeah. yeah. On the yeah. Yes, sir. Crash radio. Let's go, let's go, let's go. All right. What's up? What's up? Yo, ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, DGL. Crash radio. Got my man, Reggie Rags, and legendary Crash. Ooh, ooh, in the building. Got my man Bobby Milk. Yes, sir. What's up, Dimelo? Got my man, man, man from Philly, the Philly. Let's get it. All right. You know so what we got? We're gonna we're gonna indulge in a lot of hip hop history, some stories. Some of your cats probably gonna be familiar with. Some of y'all probably not gonna be familiar with. But it's about the history of hip hop, and we just want y'all to grow and learn with us, and we gonna grow and learn with y'all. You know what I'm saying? So. Boom. Here we go. We're going to set it off. Uh, Mill. Introduction. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Everybody, know Bobby Milk. Everybody, Bobby Milk. Uh, music inspired me to learn the knowledge of hip hop, all type of music. Um, right here with this group, I'm bringing out the fan base, the fan base side of this podcast. Um, you know, uh, growing up. In the Bronx, listening to the radio, recording everything off the radio. And when I got nice, I used to make tapes for the neighborhood. All my people out there remember me. I still owe a couple of people tapes, so don't get mad. But yes, I'm bringing you the fan base of this podcast. That's it. Now I'm going to pass it over to my my man, Man Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's your boy Man Man on the art, man. You know, straight coming out of Philly, man. Originally from Brooklyn. But you know, lived in Philly and shit my whole life, man. You know, and 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 you know, I'm here, man. Big cuz L, and I'm here. I'm here with all the rest of the brothers that's inside here. Reg and Milk, man. We gonna make this shit work, man. Let's make it all happen. Right. Yeah. Reggie Reg, what's going on, baby? All right, Reggie Reg from the legendary Crash Crew, yes, hip hop pioneer, legend, 1977 and beyond, Hawk finest. Crash crew in the building. The crash is rocking on the radio. Let's get it. Come on. Yeah. Let's get it. Let's get it. Mm-hmm. And your regs, man. You know, a lot of people probably don't know, man. Me and you, like, we, we went like, like, like way back, man. And, and yeah, all, man. We both was like just grinding and, you know what I'm saying? And no shout doubt. out to the rest of the crash crew and mm-hmm. the fans that follow crash crews. But I'm going to go right into it. I want to, um, Get right into it. I mean, a lot of stuff that I already know, but people uh-huh. don't really don't they don't know. So, mm-hmm. first of all, what I want to ask you is, how was it? How did it feel to be like a, a hip hop artist, a superstar? You know, saying from the PJ, being in the PJs, watching all this stuff transpire, and people I'm looking you. up to you, man. Well, I tell you, it was it was brand new. It was brand new at 17 years old, coming out of Lincoln Projects, you know, ghetto fabulous, ghetto superstar, you know what I'm saying? Urban superstar and stuff. It was pretty, it was pretty different, you know what I'm saying? Being the eighth record in hip hop, 
eighth hit record in hip hop. Mm-hmm. Hot Pop Rap, 1979, 1980, coming out. People asking for autographs, you know, chasing you down. Girls everywhere. Yeah. Homeboys on the, you know, on, on it all, all the time and stuff. It was pretty, it was pretty, it was pretty different, man, for, for a young cat like myself yeah. in Harlem. Could imagine, you know what I'm saying? Could imagine, could imagine, could imagine. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It was, it, 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 it was, it was, it was, it was different, man. It was definitely different. You know what I'm saying? Harlem coming up and, um, and, and, and in the eighties, in the 80s like that, you know what I'm saying? Was, was definitely definitely a, a a good a good point in my life you know what i'm saying being being a young cat being respected in the streets you know what i'm saying carrying yourself with some dignity and stuff like that it was but, definitely good it was definitely i want to say this though i, w- I want to say this here not not to interrupt but how did you get started becoming a rapper like 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 what was the process back then because rap was new and you had people just just doing music just for the love of it. Like, like what was the start? Like, what was the process before you even grabbed the mic to even represent to create Crash Crew and Reggie Rags? Loving music, <clears throat> loving music in general. You know what I'm saying? Coming up on on the Barcays, Lakeside, the Commodores, Earth, Wind, and Fire, um, the Isley Brothers. Jackson Five when they was all five black brothers with real noses and stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? The Osmonds, the Temptations, the Four Tops, and the list could go on and on. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Just loving music. As far as listening to WWRL, sixteen hundred WBLS, Frankie Crocker, Mm -hmm. Hank Span. Jerry Bledsoe, you know what I'm saying? Old school radio like that. You know, my mom's playing records and stuff like that. Just loving music and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And we started um, we started our Lincoln Projects carrying equipment for Mike and Dave. Mike, Mixmaster Mike and Disco Day. We started carrying equipment for them to their disco parties and the projects. Hanging out with them, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Watching them, watching them do their DJ thing. And then hip hop come along around 77. And and we is like, yo, we can be another factor to, to your cause. You know what I'm saying? You guys do disco and we do hip hop. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So they was the disco factor of, of the group and we was the hip hop factor. So we started buying our own records at Downstairs Records. And Mike and Dave started DJ and stuff like that, and we started DJing, going to the Renaissance, checking out Donald D, B Fat, Sapphire Disco Crew, Love Starsky, mm. Mike G, you know what I'm saying, Al B, B Fats, and um, then from there we started listening to mixtapes, cassette tapes, and stuff with Grandmaster Flash and the Funky Four Plus One More. And we decided to start our own hip-hop group called the Crash Crew. Now, first we was called the Force of the Five MCs. Right, right. But then we changed that to the Crash Crew off of a mixtape that we did with the car crash sound effect that we had on it. 
It had a car crash sound effect on it. And everybody wanted that mixtape that we that we had with the crash crew sound effect with a car crashing. So we decided to call ourselves the crash crew. That's fire right there. And, and then I came up with the, the crash acronym, the cool, romantic, amazing superheroes crew. Right, right. You know right. what I'm saying? And that's how we came to time. What's that? We I said repeat that one more time. Crash. The crash crew, the crash acronym, the cool, uh -huh. romantic, amazing superheroes crew. Nice, okay. man. Nice. Yeah, yeah, the cool the crash crew. So we came up with that in 1977. Okay. And um by 1979, we had recorded a, a song at a commercial editing studio which was called Hot Power Rap. We didn't have no money for, for labels and stuff like that. We printed up at Sunshine Distribution on 125th Street for $250. I remember. I remember. And we printed up one-sided records. Mm -hmm. One-sided records. We ain't had no B-side. We ain't had no money for the B-side. We ain't had no B-side. It was a one-sided record. We printed it up, and it was Hot Power Rap, and it took the streets by storm. You know what I'm saying? Took the streets by storm. Yeah. And uh, we were selling out the back of the trunk of Mike and Dave's um, Cougar. Mike had a, a, a 1980 Cougar. And we would sell the records and, and, and take them to record stores and to our parties. And we sell it for $5 a pop out the trunk of his car. And then all of a sudden, um, Sugar Hill Records approached us. And we signed to them in 1981. Okay. 1981. And then from there, the rest is history. We did We Wanna Rock with Mean Machine, the first Hispanic group in hip-hop to record a, a music record. We recorded with them in the same studio mm -hmm. on that day. Um, and a lot of stories go on with that. You know what I'm saying? We did Breaking right, right. Bells. We did We Are Known As MCs. Then we did our big hit, The Crash Is Rockin' On The Radio. And then um, Sugar Hill got closed down, you know what I'm saying, through some some shady business errors and stuff like that. And, um, and then we got disbanded in 1985, 1984, we got disbanded. And we yeah. did another record with um, Curtis Hamilton. World of World Records, The Crash is Back with Teddy Riley and Red Alert produced it and stuff like that. And um, that wasn't too good. But um, by 1988, 1989, we were definitely done, you know what I'm saying, as, as a hip-hop group right. as far as in hip-hop. Yeah. So, like I said, you know, it's like, you know, it's, it's like, like, when I came on the scene, when the hip hop, can you talk about like the 70s, early 80s? Because you know, I, I went away for a little while to the military in the, mm -hmm. in the early 80s. And it's like, we talking about stuff that, like when I was like in high school and, and, and we was hearing what was going on up in Harlem and stuff going on in the Bronx. And, and, and Brooklyn had, you know, we're going we gonna to get into that probably like in the next episode, but Brooklyn had its own is way of how hip hop started and who was who in, in, in Brooklyn and in, in, in the Bronx as well. The Bronx, Queens, everybody mm -hmm. had their time. Juice Crew, I remember BLS. 
um, WKTU 92. That's right, like, right, right. Well, All that stuff. Was you know rocking. what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Frankie All that Brown. was rocking. Yeah, and I remember like a lot of people, they really didn't Just take living the, and stuff. Yeah, didn't take the hip hop. Like they thought hip hop mm -hmm. was like, they a thought fad. we was, yeah, not, no, yeah, it was a fad. They thought it was a fad, but they also thought that we was not creating, but we was like stealing people's mm -hmm. music because we looked at the, the break parts of, Right, right, right. Which was disco, which it right. all started off like he said, disco. Right. It was the break beats on the disco um records. Mm. But yeah, but it, it was more so not even just like 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 disco. I mean, disco was a part of the lethal, you know. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. So I'm saying it's just that like see like when music back in the days was it was no hip hop or R and B, it was just music, right. So, you could have went. You could went from listening to, like, the dudes who make like trans, Europe, Express. Mm. Those two German dudes. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That has to do with hip hop culture. But that mm -hmm. da, 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 yeah, da, we took that, and that was a, a breaking beat for us. Mm -hmm. And so you could you, you could have went from Jamie Brown on the radio to Barry Manilow. Yeah, any part of the beat that had an instrumental, that had, yeah, had that, an instrumental yeah. part to it, a little percussion right. part, a right. little right. bass, a little bass and drum part to it. We yeah. were just before, take this that is and manipulate sampling, that because it was no and make it happen. Mm -hmm. It was just looping the beat, so DJs would have. First of all, you had a penny on your needle, you know, saying <laughs> yeah. hold the weight yeah. down, yeah. and then it was also it was like. You had tapes, you know where the break part was at, and you're gonna continuously play that break part, so yeah. people could dance and get their groove, you know, happening. And then if you had somebody that wanted to grab the mic, because I remember when we first started grabbing them, and I was like in in the projects and in, in the house parties, and my uncle was DJing, and he was like, after we came from Camion Records and and setting up his stuff for him, it's like, mm -hmm. you know. Auntie Sue, Auntie Sue, you know what to do. This is your cue. It's like mm. then it went on from there. But you also also had like Jocko, 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 can you rap? Right. So people was putting work in King Tim the Third. You know what I'm saying? So we can go mm -hmm. back on, you know how hip hop yeah. started. But we all mm -hmm. came from carrying records. We all came from the music, putting the wire, running the wires, and. And when it was all over, we got to pack them records back up and, mm -hmm. and, and get them back to where we need to be. The speakers, mm -hmm. too. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when we come into like, 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 like brothers such as Man Man, it's like, you know, I was, we were doing hip hop, we were doing music, and that inspired him. Even though, you know, they moved to Philly, that part of my family, my cousin, God bless the dead, you know, God bless the soul, Sam. He moved his family to Philly, but he never lost. He never lost. Excuse me, the love of music and mm -hmm. hip hop, mm -hmm. and passing on to his kids. So, a lot of people probably really don't understand or know. I ain't gonna say understand. Let me take that back. Know that he was a part of the Philly scene. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Coming up with yeah, music. You know music definitely did it. That shit is running. It runs inside our blood, man. I, before we got cut off, I was saying to you know that my father, he used to, hey, L, you inspired me 
with my first song, man. One of one of the first songs That's I ever wrote. That's you know, I, I I you know I always freestyle. You know, coming up in my in my era, it was freestyle. You know, we we was doing freestyle. It, it wasn't like you know. I wanted to get the essence of of y'all era, you know, but you know we come up in the freestyle era, and right. and, and, and to, to write a song was is kind of hard, you know. A lot of a lot of cats that that do music, they can rap, but they can't write a fucking song to save their life, you know. Mm-hmm. And my father, he would play one of your songs, man, and it's it's a song you probably don't even remember that you that, that you done wrote that inspired me, man, you know, called called Smooth Letter, you know. Yeah. And and, and and I wrote a I wrote a song yeah, I, called I, Love Letter, and that inspired yeah. me, man. You know. Yeah, I remember that song, man. That, that's that's what's up, man. And like, you know, like 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 milk. You know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna let him touch on some stuff, but like, I I, I used to like like tell like milk like stuff like serious stuff that happened and how 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 stuff used to be. He'd be like, "Yo, man, like you know how you look at a person and like, yo, I'm a really." Around somebody who was like, like, yo, you, you big man, really? you know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah, really like, deep in, yeah. in, yeah, yeah, you know, no, 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 and that's what yeah. I was saying. So, just to jump off that, is just like BGL would sit there, we, we'll be at work, we're talking, and 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 he gets into his stories, and you know, you will be. And you see the little kid just sitting in front of the TV and he's just mesmerized on what he sees. His stories make that shit plays movies in my head. Like, and he's so detailed when he tells me his shit that I'm just like, we and this is how this pretty much, and L tell him this is how this pretty much started right now. Cause I'm telling him, I'm like, yo, nigga, if you just sit down and just tell stories, like, and you could catch people's attention the way you caught mine, like. This shit is dope. Yeah. And this is how this podcast pretty yeah. much came up. Like, I'm telling you, like, that's what I'm telling. Reg, I know, has stories. L, he proved to me right like a few months back that he could tell a story and I get mesmerized. I'm playing a movie in my head. And like Man Man said, you inspired him. And that's the whole thing when it comes to touch on the subject of music. Music really inspires people in a whole lot of different ways. You got yeah actors that just you know just just they grew up on hip-hop and they just they blossom into that career you got directors like right now um homeboy that, that you know he was, like, that's he started off as a hip-hop um video you understand what i'm saying and he went into into film and then it's just like man man reg i know reg definitely you know inspired a couple of people l there's nothing more i could say but it's the same thing like DJs. Now, just to go back a little bit with what Reg was saying is like, you know, who started off, you know, carrying crates and all of that with the hip hop. Like, I'm more of, I'm not going to call myself a historian. I'm just like a fan of hip hop. I love hip hop. I listen uh-huh. to every type okay. of music, but, you know, hip hop. Uh-huh. Who inspired me into hip hop was my older brother listening to music. And all he was was the same way. Shout out to Chad. The same was he loved hip hop. He's seven years older than me. So he was already listening to certain things that I, you know, and the funny thing is I grew up in 77. Reg started in 77. Oh, okay. You're still young, Reg. Reg. Don't worry about it. But, you know, I, I grew up 
listening to that raw run DMC that wow. you know the beginning of LL um Scarface before all of that um ghetto boys and all that other stuff and like I said earlier PSK was my first Philly taste of hip hop and my thing is it just grew um the same way listening to the radio stations listening to um Red Alert listening to Kid Capri listening to uh um BLS uh Kiss when Kiss used to play hip hop and that's that's my love Right. So you know, okay. and and all I want to do is just give a shout out to DJ Cool Herc. You started off the house parties, uh-huh. and there, that's where all the break beats started, the two turntables, and and brothers like L Man Man Reg grabbing the mic at a party and taking it off. So that's where it started. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That, that, that's what's up, man. And to add a little bit more oh. to it, you have to you have to touch on the um, break dancing, the graffiti. Yeah, all of, all of that comes to one side of the culture. Uh-huh. Right. That's that's the whole thing, and that's that's the love. And growing up in the Bronx and watching the two train and the six train driving, you know, riding by and looking at all that tagging, it's just to me that was art too. Uh-huh. And yeah, definitely. The dope part about it is that we're doing this, and like Reg said, this is going to be a little conversation with everybody, whoever comes and joins us, um, all the guests all the fans at our authentic corner because when we sit here yeah yeah, when we sit here and we talk about hip-hop 50 years when everybody thought it was going to fade we're here 50 years and we're about to open up a museum of hip-hop that's true oh man that's love right there and every day listening to all the artists that come out come on we we still growing and i say we because this is this is our world you understand what I'm saying? And that's love right there. Hey, listen, from being down here in Philly, man, you know, a lot of these cats, man, is inspired by, by the city. You know, they're inspired by, by, by New York. They they say, man, that's the Mecca of hip hop, you know. A lot of a lot of a lot of the big known name cats, man, you know, from the roots to the tough crew, you know, to state property, you mm. know, like a lot of these cats, they inspired by, you know, a, a lot of a lot of the artists that come from out of New York, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yo. Yeah. It's like, you know, like, I was just thinking, I was sitting here thinking, like, the last time, because me and Reg, we, we had this conversation before, it's like, how um, 135th, I think it's uh, 135th and 5th Avenue was, like, the corner where everybody, Lincoln Park, linked up to, like, where they meet people, sign autograph. And the last time that we was there, we was going, we met up with um, Rob Bass and Garbage of Dead, um, Easy uh-huh. Rock. And uh, we was going to a show, you know what I'm saying, going to their show. Cause we, you know, we were doing shows uh-huh. back and forth. And um, that, that that corner was lit, you know what I'm saying? And me being from, from Brooklyn, from Bronzeville, being in Harlem and getting the love that I received being around, you know, crash school, easy rocking everybody. Uh-huh. Like... Like it was, it was like yo, because I, I, I felt I felt comfortable. I felt like I was home. Like I was, this is what I was supposed to be doing. So, you know, uh-huh. throughout the years, you know, me, you know, me and Reg and, and the rest of the crash crew members, EK, Mike C, Baggy Show, yo, it just like, you know, y'all y'all taught me a lot. You know what I'm saying? And and uh-huh. and and to to recognize that, first of all, you can't take what we do for granted. 
Right, right. It's the fans who make us who we are. You know what I'm saying, right. Rich? Mm, yeah, humility. You know, consistency. Yeah, Rich. Yeah, I mean, that's what you say. I'm sorry. Yeah, now, humility definitely makes us the key. Yeah. Now, I'm saying, go ahead, Al. Humility. So, yeah. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? So, like, like I said, I learned a lot. And, you know, we all, in some way, contribute to the culture of hip hop. It's 50 years. It's like, wow, 50 years that. It's been around that long. It's like mm-hmm. I, I'm starting to feel old. But <laughs> I remember, I remember when, because um, me and me and Mel, we we share a common bond. We both was in the military, right? We stationed in Fort Hood, Texas. Uh-huh. I went in a little early, them because you know I'm a little old, just a little bit old. Just a little bit, just a little just bit. Just not that. And uh-huh. um, I re- I remember how important it was to have mixtapes sent to me, like cassette tapes sent to me from New York. And my cousin, God, God bless his soul, rest in power, Isaac, he's called Icky. And um, he used to tape every time hip hop came on the radio, the little segment before yeah. like like Fridays that you had a Mr. Mad Gay by, you know what I'm saying? Before we was with a juice crew, uh, just, we just, yeah. just hip hop. It's like, I look forward to those tapes coming like every week and I was like in Texas. Mm-hmm. Full of Colleen, Texas, driving around in my, my Buick with Saber, and I'm, I'm playing hip hop music from New York. People were like, yo. And I remember when, like, when the West Coast started rapping, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, what the hell is this? You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. The only cat that I can really say that I respected was giving a shout out to DOC. I'm the Diggy Diggy. Oh, yeah. Cause that dude, he was where we were. All that, that, that other West Coast. I'm like, what the hell? Ice tea. I'm like, I get it. I know I'm not, in, I'm not, I'm not in Kansas anymore. So I get it. Get me, get out. But then, when Public Enemy came out, they influenced my whole way of rapping. Like, I just wanted to be militant. Like, I'm like, yeah. Uh-huh. Wasn't yeah, about shooting, enemy. killing black people, yo, but. And then the bees and the, my, my girl was, the, and it was about like, yo, I want to do that. So <laughs> the next, one of the next episodes coming up, I'm bring my uh, me and Reggie. I know June, you know what I'm saying, and um, uh-huh. and because he the one lit my 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 fire to say, you want to rap? I'm like, yeah. He's like, yeah, little little stuff in the house. And we used to be making songs in, in Texas, man. And you could tell me I wasn't the best rapper, man. You could tell me, <laughs> yeah, and the black man and the hip was bad, was bad, was bad. And I'm like, so I got back to Brooklyn, and they brought me right back down, like, dude, back down to earth. They brought me back down to earth so fast. And I said, you know what? I remember taking the real, the real, and I left the studio. I was so tight, man. I was tight. And I left, and I was like, "Next time I come in the studio, I'm gonna be nice." <laughs> I didn't. It didn't make me say I'm not gonna do rap no more. I said I'm gonna be nice, and yeah. that's what you know. And then my red running to Dow, uh-huh. Dow Hamilton, your cousin. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? He's like, "Yo, man, you need to um, link up with my cousin Red when the crash crew." I'm like, "Ah, Eagle Red, crash crew, man." He's like, nah, man, L, I'm telling you, man, you need to link up with my cousin, man, my cousin. And I was like, 
I man, set it up. And that's how I mean you started. Yeah. I started doing music and stuff and going to the studio, man. But yeah, Rex, man, it's been, it, we, 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 we came so far. And, I know. You know, it's, I'm, you know, I, I ain't gonna say I'm amazed, but I'm happy that, like, man, man, he took it. He took that essence. Even uh-huh. they moved out of Brooklyn, out of New York, yeah. to Philly, and he made his way that he called me like, yo, man, I'm in the studio with Benny Siegel and Freeway. Uh-huh. And I'm looking at him like, <coughs> and yo, I just was in Jay-Z crib and you know uh-huh. what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, you, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's what's up, that I lit the fire, but y'all lit the fire. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I'm looking for no crash crew. Uh-huh. You know, Sugar Hill Gang and Cold Crush and Furious Five, we all wouldn't be here right now. It just would have been. Yep. You know Absolutely. That's true. So, we just go free with John Travolta. Gate Key. Uh, Studio yeah. 54. You, you, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, yo, Rex, like I said, man, a lot of stuff, man, that, that the experience that I got, even SOBs, remember SOBs, man, that was, it was a little hole in the wall. I yeah. remember one time he took us to um, what's the thing on 125th and Lennox? Uh, the little bar they had over there, um, Lennox Lounge. Lennox Lounge, yeah. And I'm like, cause on TV it looked at like it's some big, like Apollo looked at like it was some big. You now we got to Lennox Lounge, Red was like, yeah, we gotta go in the back. Everything is set up in the back. It was like I swear to God, like it was like two feet by two feet. I'm like, uh-huh. this is the Lennox Lounge, the world famous Lennox Lounge. It was like, yeah. like, like yeah. But you, you know, from being from Harlem, uh-huh. you welcome talent. You like you seen talent, you seen production, you seen whatever, and you, you welcomed it in. It, well, not just you, you know, you per se, but the crash crew. You know what I'm saying? G man, you know. Yeah. I remember one time we, we was in the booth, and before I even know when G man was uh, working for the NYPD, I'm we in the booth, right? We 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 we, we kicking the chorus. And I tapped him, and I felt like some metal on his uh-huh. hip. Uh-huh. And I'm like, this Negro got a gun in the booth? Because uh-huh. <laughs> I'm dancing. I'm like, like what the fuck he making? Then I, uh-huh. I didn't know he was at that time, you know. But you know, this this is this is you know years after. Uh-huh. I know, dude. I'm like, he he just looked at me because I guess I was swinging my arms and I tapped like that, and I felt like, oh shit. This, this dude got a gun uh-huh. <laughs> in the booth, not in his car on his uh-huh. ship. And it just like it just stories, man, just stuff like that, man. But uh-huh. you know, we all became brothers, and you know, we did what we had to do, man. And, and um, just like like with milk, my man milk. I'm like, I'm like, yo, listen, man, this is you know, I'm gonna introduce you to some cats. We gonna talk about some stories. Yeah, we gonna. We're gonna let people know like this is where they need to be at least once a week. Right. The hour, 45 minutes, just hearing the stories and feel like, yo, man, I did I didn't know that. I didn't I I I, I really didn't know that. I really yeah. thought it was such and such, man. Like my first time at the Apollo, I'm like, we backstage, man. And I'm looking like the Apollo was little. But it was who, who had a beef back then? It was um, Rock Kim, yep, um, Law Professor. They had a beef with Law Professor. He was saying that he was say he he was saying that he wrote Rock Kim rhymes, and I'm backstage, 
my man Russell. We give a shout out to my man Russell because he he was the plug in to Cold Chill Records, and it was a real beef. It was like I'm like I'm feeling like yo, these dudes really like Law Professor had to do his set and take off because Rakim uh. was there. And they was like yo, dude, I want to see this dude. And I don't know if y'all ever been backstage. Not pop you, Riz. I don't know if you, man, man. But it's like Apollo is not. It's like big, like how people think it is on Showtime at the Apollo. It's like that. That it looks like a high school, like a real good high school uh, auditorium. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. I, you know, but it's still a beautiful spot. Yeah, it's, it's legendary. Yeah, That's definitely cool. legendary. The Riz, y'all, y'all ever perform at the um, Apollo? Or? Yeah, man. Performed at their power like three times. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, man, man. You, yeah. you ever been? You ever been up? Now I never been to the. I always rolled past it. I never been to the Apollo. You know, I, I always, I always knew the history of the Apollo. Though, you know, I always knew that it was, it was some magnificent artists that come from out of the Apollo. Mm. Yeah, you know, yeah. So let, let me ask you this, man. Yeah, no, yeah. that's not right. Because with this podcast, all, all four of us. Y'all two been there. Me and Man Man gonna be in there interviewing somebody later on in the future. Just letting y'all know. Just letting y'all know. All That's right. the way. Big All dream. Right. You gotta dream big so it can make it. So we can make it happen. That's it. Right. Yo, Man Man, your yeah. first time on stage, right? Mm-hmm. In front of people grabbing the mic. How nervous was you? And how did you feel? Hmm. And where I was? Mean, it? It- I felt nervous, man. You know, after a while, it, it just started becoming fun. It started, it's like, you know, you got to block everything out. You know, it's like, you know, you it's like, it's like, you know, just rapping in front of family and shit, man. You know, I, I was like, man, if, if, if I could rock a crowd, you know, if I can rock my, you know, make my family or make my friends and shit, you know, if, if I can move them, then I know I can move any crowd that's in front of me. Right. You know? My one of my first shows that I did was out in Fort in Fort Worth, um, out in uh in, in, in Georgia. And um T.I. nephew, he called me and he was like, yo, he was like, um, damn, you just did you just did Fort Worth? I said, uh, Fort Valley. And I said, Yeah, man. He said, um, they didn't boo you. I said, No, they didn't boo me. He said, he said, um, he said, that's, that's, he said, that's rare, man. He said, man, everybody done got booed inside of this place, man. And, 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 and I know if you can rock a place like that, then I know that you can be able to control the crowd, you know? And I, and I took that shit to heart because it was like, you know, he said, uh, you know, Outkast, uh, uh, T.I. He named, he named a bunch of artists that then came, that then came before me. And, and he, you know, he just told me like, man, you know, you, you got some skills with you, man. If you, if you can move a crowd. And, and you know, and they and they moving with you. You know what I'm saying? And that right there led right. to him giving me some some beats that was you know that was Ti's beat, man. And, and you know, and I developed a lot of relationships, man. You know, from the south to the east, and and you know, just this pretty much this 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 loving hip hop, man. Mm-hmm. Hey, yo, the res, your first time on stage. I mean, not like doing a uh, first time on stage, man. Looking at y'all. Like, how was it for you? How like, how was it? Man, I can't even remember that far back, man. I ain't gonna lie. I can't remember that far back. It had to be in uh, Lincoln Projects, either in the park or in the center, in the community center. MC, and my first, my first MC name was Reggie P. 
<laughs> Reggie P, Reggie P, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I had I had some rhymes and stuff that I had wrote and stuff. And um, man, shit, I can't remember, but I I remember the first big time on stage doing it up at two o one, performing at two o one. And it was astronomical, you know what I'm saying? Definitely a, a nice spot and definitely experience for me. Um, just getting up there, being nervous, you know what I'm saying, the first time. And then just, just blacking out and just doing it. You know what I'm saying? Just blacking out and just doing it. Just like that. Yeah, I, I, like, I like how to re like remember... Like, <clears throat> like going on stage with Charles Kraske doing Kraske saw It's like we used to, you know, what I'm saying I, I, I had put some pictures up on the Facebook page that, like, we went from basically like we talking and like yeah 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 yeah. It's like ah right, y'all next, and you you just like flip like switch you know flip the switch. That's and you just all. Went that's a that's a, and, and like just got into the crowd. I'm like oh shit. Cause I I remember um um I I, I flew in cause I guess um fly tie from um Cold Chill mm. they were doing a show in Brooklyn and I I was telling Lee I was telling Milk about this a little while ago that Granddaddy IU was running late so they like go on stage and I was like all right. And they set me on stage with School Blubber, one of the Big Daddy Kane dancers. And I, I can't remember who the DJ was. And the Bush Baby just got off. Uh, and they like, yo, yo, yo you know, you want to be a rapper? Let's go. So I went on there. And and I ain't going to lie. Like, I knew my rhymes. I was ready to go. I'm kicking it. I'm like, hype. So School said to me, he was like, yo, Cause I'm rapping right, and I'm looking at the DJ and and him. You know what I'm saying? Cause they was already Big Daddy Kane. These cast is already. He's like, yo, the audience is that way. Uh. <laughs> like, oh, and I just went, you know, just start, just start, like, 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 like get my stuff. But it's like I always wanted to, to to get to get it, get on, and get off. I wasn't. I. It took me a minute to get comfortable where I was like. It just was caught like it was just like falling. This was what I was supposed to do. Now, when I was a kid, man, we used to box, playing basketball and all that stuff. I never felt like comfortable like like I felt with hip hop. So then like when we, I started doing shows with y'all, I was like, I seen like uh -huh. this is this is how you supposed to really command the crowd. You know what I'm saying? And and, and when you say this, they say that. Uh, that's when I started getting comfortable with them. My shows, like when I started uh, doing, you know, BGL, Death Blow, No Payment, uh, and all that stuff. We started like expanding, and then that's the energy I gave to give a shout out to Bronze One Three Hundred, all uh, those cats that they seen me, and I was the the cat. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, yo, we got to be like L. As a matter of fact, right. we got to be better than L because. He come to his kid, they used to knock on my door, like, yo, um, can we ride for you? I was like, let me see what y'all got. He was uh, like, I'm like, yo, bye, get out of here. Because you're going to have to be nicer and better than me. And uh, when you get in front of that crowd, and especially like how man, man, how you were saying, like, 
where you supposed to get booed at and you you didn't get booed, it's like that's when you know you you have you have arrived. Like, yo, this is yeah. what you're supposed to be doing. Right. And right. um uh-huh. yo, man, it's, it's it's yo, this is just this hip hop thing, man. I like I said, I I really, 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 really love it, man, because I was there from at his birth, not as probably as as uh where you was from, Reg, and being signed like but as far as doing stuff, man, I, I man, I remember uh we said <clears throat> we can, I'm gonna bring it up in June when we interviewed him. But I remember man at, at Fresh Gordon house, man, in Bad Style. He lived in Van Burn Street. And Fresh Gordon was like the main producer of hip hop. Anything hip hop coming out of Brooklyn. It went through Fred Gordon. I'm talking about Big Jazz. This one, uh, Jay Z. This when I first even seen got got to know who Jay Z was. He was a little kid at the time. Uh-huh. And, uh, we was in Big Jazz studio in his basement, man. And I didn't be honest with you. That's when I came back from the military. I didn't know how to count a bar. They were like, "Yo, do um eight bars and then come in with the hook." I'm counting eight seconds in my head, like thinking that's a bar. I didn't know it was one, two, three, four. So it was Jay-Z. It was Brothers from Another Planet. They they came out with an album. They never really went back and went, went big. Um, I think Jazz was there. And June uh-huh. and Fresh Gordon was engineering. And I stuck. I was like straight trash. And <laughs> yo, Damn. I came out the booth, Reg, and uh-huh. these cats was on the floor laughing. They was playing Atari <laughs> video games. And when I came out the booth, everybody was sound looking, looking up there. They were looking at me, and they just started laughing. They killed them dudes on the floor laughing. I was so tight. I'm like, yo, man, give me my stuff now. I grab my, give me my, take me like, no, no, chill, chill, bro. Nah, nah, you good, you good. And I'm like, nah, nah. And I said, from that point on, next time I come in the studio, I'm going to know what I'm doing. I'm going to be nice. I'm going to get nice. <laughs> that's why I got nice at that point. But it, it took that. And I don't know if you remember, Reg, me and you, uh-huh. we went to um, a Jody C album release party. That's when, um, when um, um, Jay-Z had that joint with um, Foxy Brown. Okay, Atlanta. Yeah, and you ain't no like the one I got. Mm-hmm. And you were downtown yeah. Brooklyn, and me and you went. Mm-hmm. And I, I ain't see like Jay Z in years to that point, like like years. Cause now he's a he's you know jazz on fell off, and he's so he up in the party. He said he seen me and he recognized me. So he was like, "Yo, what up?" So I'm like, "Yo, what up?" That's why I asked Man Man about the clan when get the saw hands. He's yeah. like, yo, he's like, yo, what's up, man? I was like, yeah, what up, what up? He's like, what's good? What's up? What you doing? Everybody's like, and chill me, Reggie Reg. He was like talking to somebody. He's uh-huh. like, Reggie Reg from the crash crew? I'm like, yeah, that's that's me and Reggie Reg. my man. He's like, oh shit. Then you came over and I introduced y'all. And we were just chopping up a little bit, chopping uh-huh. up. And that's uh-huh. like like the last time I really, really, really got like <clears throat> like in the deep conversation, like. Uh-huh. Like, cause every day he just phew, like took off and he became like the Jay Z that we that we know uh-huh. everybody knows today. Yeah, yeah. But uh-huh. it was like we was there for Jodeci album release party. I don't know if you remember that, Reg. You don't remember? I remember that. that. I remember it. Yo, and it was like we 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 uh-huh. were just hitting the streets. I'm like, yo, man, 
this hip hop trying to get your name out there, man. It's a lot of work, man. It's like you got to be at everybody party. You got to constantly politic. Yeah. I'm like shit, I thought you just come come on the demo and a record label hit and they go sign and you famous. Uh-huh. Nah, it's work, man. I got to move through the ranks. Yeah, it's work, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but a lot of yeah, work. Yeah, man. But Rags, man, I, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like I said, this here, this is like the you know the first episode of uh, of our podcast, Crash Radio. Where everybody continue mm-hmm. to listen in and, and everybody continue to support us. And it's going to be um, a lot more stories because mm-hmm. we got a lot of stuff to talk about. And like I'm saying, mm-hmm. man, man, you talking about the whole Philly, the Philly aspect of hip hop, even yeah. before you know what I'm saying. Before it was a Beanie Seagull and, and, and Freeway on Cat because that's that was his team that right. he was running with. And um, you know, several times I done been up there, we done, you know, conversated and talked, you know, and man, I, I met a couple of them, you know, through him like that. So most of the cats that is basically through him. <clears throat> so that's why he's a part of our team because that's another aspect of uh-huh. him. And this is some more stuff, some more stuff that I wanna get into. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And um, yo, and then the legendary stuff. Uh-huh. Right, we got we got some stuff we have. We gotta we gotta talk to the people about man. I'm yeah, man. Going, it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Mm. And I see, I just see it, man. I just see it taking off, man. I don't know how y'all cats feel, Mel. How you feel, man? I feel good. I feel good. And like I said, it's it's as long as we continue being true to it. Mm-hmm. Everything's gonna fall naturally. It's just gonna go off, like you know. And before you know, you even continue. I do want to touch on the one thing we was in the military, and that right there, me getting out of New York and going down to Fort Hood, Texas, and listening to hip hop. That shit opened up my ears to a whole lot of actually a new world of hip hop. Because up in New York, staying stuck in New York, we wasn't gonna hear anything about UGK. At least at that time, we wasn't gonna hear um nothing about uh uh Tila. If anybody knows Tila, yeah. you got A Ball MJG and so on and so on. You got a lot of cats, you know, Houston and DOC. Shout out to DOC because I love DOC yeah. like I said, originally from Houston. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that's that's another thing. And shout out to the West Coast, you know, the NWAs, all of that, Dr. Dre, Cube, and 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 once I left New York, that I opened see, up. Too whole, short. Yes, you could go on and on, like you know. Um, and then you know, I don't want to call it a new generation, but it was kind of the new generation because we we started listening to the older stuff. So then you got you know you got Snoop Dogg, and then you got uh you got to throw Mac Ten in there because he was he was in there getting busy too. So it's once I left New York, it opened up. The world, mm-hmm. a new world of hip hop, of everything. You got right. all the cats from, you know, from Houston too. You got a, uh, and I don't want to disrespect disrespect anybody from leaving somebody out, but you know, Houston, Tennessee, you know, uh-huh. uh, Georgia, all of that, even Florida. No disrespect, but you know, it's uh-huh. like the hip hop branched out so much that it's like it's everything is a different, different sound. And it all started off from the seed, like Man Man said, from the Mecca, which was New York. 
which Crash Crew is up there. Crash Crew is definitely one of the seeds that planted that big tree that branched out all over the world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and that's the whole point that what we're setting up right now is we want to just make sure that we talk about everything and just bring all of you guys out. Join us into the conversation. Once again, what is called the Authentic Corner. Let's just hang out. Authentic Corner, baby. Let's hang out. Let's have a conversation about what we love. Let's enjoy what we oh. love. That's yeah. it. Shout out to everybody. Yes, sir. Yo, Shout out, baby. Shout out. Yo, yo, man, man. Yeah. He's in love, man. Yo, He's like in I love, said, man. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you, you know, say joined the family. Oh, you know sure. We gonna touch this, base. Hey, listen, this. we just getting started right here. This is yo, this, that's this, the corner, baby. That's 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 you know what I'm saying. That's that's who that's who we represent. The authentic corner crash radio. Um, listen, we're gonna only expand it, and I want people to understand. Like you know, we're gonna we're gonna touch on a whole bunch of stuff, and we're also gonna bring in people that we're gonna interview. Uh, like right now, everything is gonna be recorded just for a little while, so we can get. Just for the fellas to get more comfortable uh-huh. when we live to, so the guests can um in the app ask us questions and we can go live here answer the questions and stuff like that. And we're gonna have artists, we're gonna bring artists on, we're gonna bring people that you wanna talk to and ask ask the questions. And sure. they're gonna give you the truth, how they what they've been through and how hip hop was for them. So this is only the beginning, and I like I think I wanna thank everybody that's supporting us that's continuing to support us and like i said just we here we here for the people uh we here for each other we love the community and we're we gonna do what we need to do so hip-hop be another 50 years plus uh, years years plus. keep going Brett, i hope you're there too man i'm here baby i'm here baby <laughs> <laughs> no i'm joking man all right man so peace and love we're gonna say peace this uh, episode comes to conclusion, and I want to thank everybody that you know was here today, and 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 much love to y'all, man. Peace, peace. One more thing, one more thing, one more thing. As uh-huh. we sit there and we send out all these, um, I just want you guys to just spread out the word, man. Let everybody know what we're doing. If you know who loves hip hop as much as you do. Like we do, just spread the word and just uh, right. That's right. Man. Give it to all your friends, yo. So like that, you can tag your friends get into the next episode and let's go man let's 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 grow let's grow together let's get it all yes, right sweet. no peace. doubt all, all right, right. Peace, yes one love one love peace